Hey, this is Greg Harvey, pastor at Embrace Church. Enjoy today's message and subscribe so you don't miss out on any upcoming sermons. In, in Corinthians 16 and 13, he said, Watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong. Stand fast in the faith, be brave. Be strong. You can't be brave if you're not strong. Come on. So last week, last week where we started off, just two weeks ago, we started off with be brave. And then last week we, we hit on being strong because you can't be courageous. You can't be brave and courageous if you don't have the strength. It requires that. I've never seen a scrawny, brave person. Well, not a, not a smart, scrawny, scrawny, brave person. You've got to be, you've got to have some strength to you. If you're worn down mentally, spiritually, it's hard to be brave. So, so we spoke on that you've got to be strong in order to be brave. This week we're going to take it at the next spot that they said. He told the church to stand fast. Stand fast. In other words, don't give up. Don't quit. Stand fast. That's what that means, to stand fast in your faith, to not quit. In fact, in Philippians, whenever, whenever he's speaking to the church in Philippi, in, in chapter 4, verse 1, he says, Therefore, my beloved and longed-for brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord. In other words, stand fast in your faith. Stand fast in, don't quit, don't give up. Stand fast in the Lord, beloved. And then he goes down later in verse, in chapter 4, and he's telling this church in Philippi how to stand fast, how to be brave. Now, I've been there for the last couple of weeks, so y'all know where I'm going. Philippians chapter 4, it's no surprise. Verse 6, he says, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, I love that. How many want the peace of God? How many want it to guard your mind? Isn't that hard to do? The peace of God, he said, it will surpass your understanding. You won't even know how it's working, but it will guard your heart and your mind. Through Christ Jesus. He says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true. Wherever things are noble, wherever things are just, wherever things are pure, wherever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. So Paul tells the church, he, he tells them, stand fast in the Lord. 
Stand fast in the Lord. Don't, don't give up. Don't, don't quit. Stand fast in the Lord. And he tells them how to do this. And I, and I hit this last week because it's how to be strong, but I also think it's how to stand fast. He said, you've got to think on a few things. You've got to meditate on a few things. And he told the church, he said, look, wherever things are pure, wherever things are noble, wherever things are lovely, wherever things are just, wherever things are true, wherever things are of good report, wherever things are praiseworthy, not in that order. I changed it up. I mixed it up on you. But he said, meditate, think about, dwell on, concentrate, however you want to put it, on these things. These things. And, I, and, and one, there's one in there particular that I want to focus on because I think it's so important. If you're going to stand fast, if you're, in other words, if you're not going to quit, if you're not going to give up, because we see a lot of people quit and give up. And there's one thing you've got to do. If you're going to stand fast in the faith, and I think the one thing you really, really, really have to focus on that Paul said is a good report. A good report. You've, you have to focus and meditate and concentrate on a good report. It was one of the things he said, look, think on that. Meditate on that. A good report. A good report is viable. But how many realize that a good report gets harder and harder to find? That a good report gets difficult. It's, it's hard to find. It is so easy to find bad reports. I mean, my goodness, it's easy. You can turn on, you can turn on the news. And they're not giving good reports too much. It's easy to hear the bad stuff. It's easy to find the bad reports. And we wonder why anxiety is going up. We wonder why people are leaving the faith. We wonder why, why all this is happening. Why, 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 is it, why is it? Because it's hard to find the good report. It's hard to focus on it. It's hard to, it's hard to find it. It's hard to meditate on it. It's hard to think about. If you open up social media, it's easy to find the bad stuff. And we become accustomed to uh, then a people that just likes to give bad reports. I mean, I mean, don't look at me all righteous. Because it's easy to find the bad stuff, isn't it? You get with your friends, and what do you want to share? You know what I heard? You know what I heard? And it's usually nothing good that you hear. It's usually something bad about somebody. Oh, well, I, I heard this about them. I heard this about that person. I heard, you know, I heard this might be happening. I heard this might be taking place at work. You know, I heard this might be. I mean, it's so easy to hear the bad reports. It's everywhere, the bad reports. And it's almost become like we have been programmed to just receive and give bad reports. And, and if you notice, if you notice what happens with the bad reports is not only have we been programmed to receive and give bad reports, but, but as soon as just you begin to think of a bad report coming, fear begins to take place, doesn't it? 
I mean, you don't even have to have the bad report yet. Just the thought of the bad report because we're so programmed in receiving a bad report that just the thought of a bad report will get your anxiety going. Let, 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 me, get, let me give you an example. Your boss tells you, hey, we need to talk. What's the first thing that happens? You're not thinking, oh, but he wants to give me a raise. You don't get excited. What happens? You get a little something turning in your stomach, don't you, at that moment? Because all of a sudden, before you even got a bad report, you're already anticipating a bad report because we're programmed to think on a bad report and we're just wondering what's coming. And all of our mind, before we ever talk to our boss, just because he used that phrase, I need to talk to you later, that you're thinking, I wonder what happened. I wonder what what, what I did. I wonder what's going on. Are they downsized? Or this, or this, am I gonna? Am I, and, and, and anxiety builds up, and you have played every bad report that you can think of because we're programmed to think that way. And I wonder why, why we struggle on our faith and we struggle with our fear and we struggle with all these things because we can't meditate and think about good reports because we're so custom to bad. Your spouse says, we need to talk. You think, we don't need to talk. We never need to talk. Can we just want to talk? I mean, I don't like the need to, because your anxiety goes. Fear rises as every bad thing goes through your mind of what could be happening. And I think... We have come into a world that is so easy to find a bad report that we just almost anticipate and look for it. And Paul, but, but think of this as Paul's writing this to the church. This is what amazes me. As Paul's writing this to the church, whatever things are true, whatever things are just, whatever things are noble, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are, are of good report, praiseworthy, meditate, think on these things. Paul is writing this to the church in a prison cell that looks like a dungeon. I don't think there's very many good reports Paul's hearing in a prison cell. I would think, I would, I would imagine... A, Around him is a constant of bad reports. There's not a lot of good stuff coming in. What you would be hearing, what he would be overhearing would be, would be how long I've been in this situation. Or, or they're, they're hearing, he's hearing a, 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 of, of, of I was abused. Or, or maybe he hear, might hear from the outside of somebody who was in the faith who just got beaten for their faith, who, who, who just got, got, got put in prison. Maybe, maybe he hears of somebody who just got murdered for their faith. Maybe he, because in the time period, can you imagine, a, he is surrounded by nothing but bad reports all around him. Everything that he hears is a bad report. Does it sound familiar? Can you relate to Paul a little bit other than not in the prison? 
But everything is bad around him and Paul in this bad situation and bad reports constantly flooding his ear. Everything around that is bad. Everything of this person and that person and the trouble that they went in and the, and the, and the beating and the tortures and the, and the killings. All this stuff that Paul is hearing constantly. Yet he tells the church, if you want the peace of God in your life, Meditate on a good report. You know what that tells me is that I don't have to have the good reports all around me to meditate on the, on the good reports that's in me. I can have bad being spoken all around, but I can still live my life in peace and in and, and, and love, and I can still have this peace of God and this hope of God because I meditate not on what I'm hearing, but I meditate on the good that is inside of me in the Word of God, and I'm going to trust in Him so I don't have to let what is around me affect what I'm thinking about and meditating on at the moment. The atmosphere doesn't dictate how I think. Paul says, look, meditate, think on the good stuff. No matter how bad things are around us, think on the good stuff. Focus your mind and your thoughts on things that are good. And could you just imagine what it would be like to live a life of not, not, not hearing bad stuff, but how about this? How about, could you imagine what it would be like to live a life not in fear of the bad report? Not in fear of the bad. That doesn't affect you, but, but there's still a peace. Could you imagine what it's like to live in that way? Because this is what Psalm says. Psalms, Psalms 112 verse 6 says, Surely the righteous will never be shaken. That sounds pretty stand fast to me. They will be remembered forever. And look at this next verse. It says, They will have no fear of bad news. Wow. I would love that. They will have no Fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. The writer, writer is declaring, he's declaring uh, that God's righteous people will stand fast. And though it doesn't say they'll never receive bad news, it says they'll have no fear of bad news. Man, that would change your life right there, wouldn't it? That would change your anxiety. That would change your fear right there. If you just lived your life in a way that you didn't fear the bad news. It didn't say they wouldn't get it. It doesn't say the, because, you know, the, the bad stuff falls on us. It doesn't say that nothing bad happens to God's righteous doesn't say that they'll never receive bad news. It just says that, that the righteous won't fear 
the bad news. That they won't be shaken with what's happening. They won't be shaken with what's going on. They'll, they'll stand fast and they won't fear the bad news. That is what happens for God's righteous. But I think in order for that to happen is you have to choose what reports you believe. In order not fear it, you've got to choose what you're believing. We used to sing a song that said, whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. It was, I mean, it was kind of weird. The tempo, everything, I didn't like it. It was like, I don't know. Whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. That is the whole thing. I mean, they were so good at writing their songs. That is it. That was the first verse, second verse, the bridge, and the chorus right there. Whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. Oh, I'm glad we don't sing that anymore. But that's going to be stuck in my head all afternoon now. Y'all will be YouTubing it later. What was that like? What was that? How did that go? Good thing the Cowboys are on. I'll be able to think about something else later. And they're going to win. I'm going to believe that good report. And, um, yeah. But you've got to choose which report. In order to not fear the bad, you have to choose which report you're going to believe. That song was written about, about Moses and the children of Israel as, as, as they've been given the promised land of Canaan. And, 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 and here they are. They've been slaves in Egypt for 400 years. Slavery is all they knew. They escaped it, and, and now they've been wandering in the wilderness, and Moses takes them up to the promised land, and they're there, and he sends out 12 spies. He says, I want y'all to go check it all out and bring the report back to us of what you see. And 10 of them, they came back and they said, look. All 12 came back, by the way. I'm, I'm not, it's not a cliffhanger. It's not... I said 10 came back. They all came back. But 10 had a bad report. 10 came back and they said, look, 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 it is, it is beautiful. Like what, what Moses has told us about. It, 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 it is a land flowing with milk and honey. Sounds sticky and weird. But it's beautiful. The vineyards are already created. The grapes are huge. And look at, we even brought some back. The homes are big. But they didn't just report that. They went ahead and told their story with it. They didn't just report what it was like, they told their story because then they said, uh, they said, look, the homes are big, but they're big because the people are big. There's giants living there. And, and we look like grasshoppers compared to them. And they will squish us like you squish a grasshopper. 
That's what they're saying at that moment. If we go in there, they will just destroy us. We should run. We should beg Egypt to take us back and just be slaves again. We'll never be able to make it there. And that was the report that they gave. Remember, they were just supposed to report what was in the land. But they came back not just with a report. They came back with news. I think that's our problem. We just don't assess and report. We already try and write the story of the outcome, and it's going to be bad. So, so, so the, that's what the, they did. Ten of them came back, and they said, look, look, this is what it's like. Now, two others, they came back, and they said, look, everything they said was right. Yes, there's giants. No big deal. That just means that it's a greater victory because we serve a big God. I think we're able to go in there. Yeah, the houses are big. Won't it be nice to live in a house already built by somebody else? Won't it be nice to be able to take that? Won't it be nice to be able to just come? Come in and the vineyards are already planted for us and we just get to reap. Won't it be nice? Two of them came in with a positive report and the ten came back with a negative report. And because they chose to listen to the negative, they didn't possess what God had for them. Can I tell you, that's a pretty good assessment of the news that you get. Ten negative, maybe too good. And we live in this world that we're overwhelmed with the negative reports. And it's really not just a report. It's almost just negative news. In other words, they don't... Have you noticed that's how the news world is right now? And the, and the world, it's not that they give the... They write the whole story. And just find the negative stuff to fill in their blanks. And that's kind of what we've become like. Is we'll hear this little bit and then we write our own story that will go with it. And we tend to write our stories based on our perspective, our perspective of our past. So if something bad happened before and we hear something bad, guess what we do? We go ahead and fill in the blanks with the whole story. I'll always be like this. Nothing good will ever happen. I've seen this before. We're even good about telling it for other people. They can have something positive in their life and we're quick to shoot it down. Because we're so good at the negative and the reporting in that way. We hear a little bit and we, we twist it and we turn it. So it's important to know which report you're going to believe because you're going to hear both sides. You're going to hear the negative and the negative is going to weigh, outweigh the good. And Paul says, look, if you're going to stand fast, you've got to learn to meditate on the good stuff. You've got to meditate on the good stuff. I mean, Moses, Moses sent the guys out, and he didn't ask them to size up the situation. He just asked them to give the report. But we're good at sizing it up. 
We're good at writing the whole outcome. We're good at, at hearing this and now delivering it. Here's what it's going to be. I remember when we came here, Pastor, because it wasn't that long ago. It was just in April. I remember way back, long, long time ago, in April, post-COVID, and the church was in a bad spot. And all the news we heard was the bad. I, I mean, you look around here, and, and, and there was, in April, it didn't look like this. There was maybe 20 here left at the church. Not all 20 stuck with us. There is tension I remember our first meeting with the church. Wasn't a lot of good stuff coming to us. Asked us a lot of weird questions based off their past perspectives. What they've gone through. And we were told, look, here's, here's the report. It's not me, people. Um, consequently, there's not much money. And then news, and then, and then they wrote the news with it too. It's probably going to fail. And we had to listen to this, but also focus on what we're going to believe. And I can have a bad report and still focus on a good report. I can have a bad report and still focus on the good news. I mean, that's what the gospel is, is it not? The gospel itself is means good news. That's what gospel means. And not everything is good in the gospel. When you read it, there's some bad stuff that happens, but there's a hope that comes out of that. So I don't have to have everything good in order to have good news. I don't have to have everything right in order to have good news. I don't have to have everything just like I think it ought to be in order to have a good outcome. I mean, when the when you think of the gospel itself the news was that Christ died the news was that he was dead that he was buried but but that wasn't the end result it, that, that was just the bad stuff that happened that led up to the great salvation that he rose victoriously three days later victorious over death hell and the grave so that we can have a life through him because of the bad that happened you see sometimes the bad stuff is just a prelude to the good stuff and it has to you've got to choose what you're going to believe because if you only focus on the bad you'll never believe it for the good and you'll never receive what he has for you but the gospel is evidence that out of the bad comes the glorious good and I choose to receive and believe and meditate and concentrate and dwell and think on the good because that's how I stand strong in him 
It's the good. It's the good. God doesn't need you to write your story off of what you hear. In fact, in fact, let me tell you, as the writer of Hebrews does, that he is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the one with the pen in his hand. He doesn't need you to be the writer of the story. He'll write the story. You've just got to listen to him and the good that comes out of it. And it's up to you what you're going to believe. I don't have to have everything right. I can have bad reports. But I can still meditate on the good. And because you meditate on the good, you can live your life like Psalms wrote, where he said, you don't have to fear bad reports. Because it's just a bad report. It's just a thing. It's not the story. Oh, come on. Y'all didn't get that. Y'all focus where, where fear gets you is you focus on the report and you don't focus on the story that's being wrote out. So you hear a bad report and your mind automatically goes instead of going the other way. And it's your choice what you believe. In other words, you can, you can hear the bad news of, of, of oh, oh, I'm sick. And, and you, can, you can go with your own mind and it can go programmed into the very worst thing that will happen and you can write the story. Or instead, you can just hear the bad news and you can focus on the author of the story and get his point of view where he says it doesn't matter. By your stripes, you're healed. By my stripes, you're healed. I took that upon you. So, so I, 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 I've given you life within this. It's, it's your choice to believe which report you're going to believe can hear bad news of I lost my job and you can write your report or you can hear the bad news and you can turn your focus on the author of your faith and understand that he will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory and you get to decide well am I going to believe I like that Joshua I think he learned something because Joshua was one of the spies that went over. He was one of the two. Him and and his good friend Caleb were the two spies that stood strong and said, no, God's given us this land. Yes, there's some bad stuff, but there is some good stuff. And I know the promise God's given us this land. I choose to believe the report of what God has said. Let's go take it. But the children of Israel didn't listen to them. And for 40 years they wandered around. Now Joshua and Caleb are older. Moses is dying and Joshua's becoming in charge and his first thing he says, says, look, we're going to go back over. Except he did things a little bit different. I think he learned something. Because Joshua, when they're getting ready to advance over into the promised land, and it's Joshua leading them, 
He didn't send 12 spies this time. He did send spies, but he just sent two. I wonder why he just sent two. Maybe because two was all that came back with a good report. Him and Caleb. I bet he was picky on which two he sent. Come on. I bet he sent the most two positive guys he could find and say, I want you to go over there and spy. I want you to just let us know what's, what's, what's over there. And he was specific in what he, he did. Listen, it's in Joshua chapter 2. It says, now Joshua the son of Nun sent out two men from Acacia Grove to spy secretly saying, and he gave them the instructions, go view the land, especially Jericho. In other words, he, he didn't say, say, come back with your assessment. He didn't say, come back with your, your investigative reporting. Don't, don't go over there and come back with, with how you think it's going to turn out. I just need you to. Now I want you to go there and just assess us. Give us the report, especially Jericho. Not the full land, just Jericho. Why Jericho? Because that's the city we're attacking first. I don't need to know what's next. Just give me this. I think he learned something. Hey, worship, will y'all come back up, please? I think he learned something. He said, I don't need 12. I don't need, I don't need a lot of ears. Uh, or a lot of mouths. How about that? Telling me what they see. I don't need a lot of reports to listen to. I don't need a lot of talk. I don't need 12. Two's all I need. Two's it. I just need two trusted reports that I can hear, that I can concentrate on. Man, that's good in life right there. That's good in life. I'm telling you, I've learned something from that. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, here's here's how you stand fast. You only need two, you need you only need two reports to listen to. That's it. You don't need everybody else's opinion. All you need is two reports that you can trust. Two report, and, and here's, here's what, what I think those can be. Here's what, in, in, in Psalms 23, how many knows that chapter? It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me through the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That seems like a bad report. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I won't fear. I won't fear evil. Because I know you're with me. I know who I'm following. The Lord's my shepherd and he leads me. So not every place that I go through, even though I'm following him, not every place that I go through that I'm led, is it always good. Sometimes it's the valley of the shadow of death. And I don't know if I'm going to make it. Sometimes, sometimes it's a table that's been prepared before me in the presence of my enemies. How many's had to sit with people and eat who you thought were friends that you realized were enemies? 
and the enemies have a lot of bad reports that they want to give you and it's sometimes in the leading of him leading you sit in company that's not always good and the reports aren't always good and the voices aren't always good even though he's leading me it's not always good but he said he says later that surely and I love this goodness and mercy will follow me there's the two reports you gotta listen to that's it let, 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 me, let me show hey help me out Brent, you're gonna get to be good this time how about that you're, you're, you're gonna be goodness you're, you're just goodness. You're not, you're not the, the, the bad stuff that Micah has to hold on to. You're going to be goodness. Come, come, here, come 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 here. Your mercy. So here's what, here's what, here's, you want to know how to stand fast in your faith while he's leading you in darkness? is that as long as I'm following him, I've got two reports I can listen to every time. Because it says that surely goodness and mercy will... You notice that? It, that, that, that it, it doesn't say everything's good I'm going through. It doesn't say every report is good that's around me, but I don't have to fear because when I go through a bad situation, I've got two reports right behind me and I've got a goodness and I've got a mercy that I can look back on because, because as long as I'm following Christ, they're following me. As long as I'm following Him, as long as the shepherd is leading me, I've got two reports I can always turn back to. I've got two that I can always listen to because they're right behind me. Everywhere, I, I don't have to look far. If I speed up, they speed up. They're just coming with me. It doesn't matter because always goodness and mercy is going to follow me. It doesn't depend upon my life. It doesn't depend upon my surroundings. It doesn't depend upon. They're going to have to step it up a little bit because, because I'm walking a little bit faster. I mean, knows it gets hectic sometimes. It gets in a hurry sometimes. And it gets hectic. And, it, and you can become panicked in all this. But I can, if I slow down, right behind me is goodness that I can turn back to. And mercy that I can come back to. That I can look at. Because here's what these do for me. Is that every time I've gone through anything, I can look back and I realize that even in the bad time I've been through some stuff before and in the bad time he was still good and he was still merciful and they're going to tell me that they're going to show me that that even in the rough stuff remember when remember when you went through this before but goodness was there and mercy was there and you didn't realize that they are behind you but they were following you everywhere you went and those are the reports when I'm going to trust in those are the reports I'm going to believe in no matter what bad's around me
me. I'm going to focus on the goodness of God and the mercy of God. And that's what I choose to believe. That's what I choose to meditate upon. That's why I'll stand fast and not fear bad news because behind me is good and mercy. And it's up to you what you choose. Thanks for joining us today. Please share this podcast. Have a great week and make an impact on those around you.